Hey everybody, my name is Jacob Deaton and welcome back to another episode of Southern Wedding Professionals. And today I have two really cool people to talk to. You get two people to talk to and listen to today. Uh, we've got Vanya and uh, Martine from Love and Story Collective. And they are a photography duo that needs no introduction in the Atlanta area, but to you, you might want one. So. Again, thank you guys so much for being here and tell us a little bit about yourself and introduce you. Oh man, where do we start? So um, I'm Vanya and Martine. We do Love and Story Collective uh, here in Atlanta. We've been doing wedding photography separately for too long. <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, I probably started in like 2009 um, yeah, and Martine probably just as long. So yeah. we have quite a few years behind us, um, but we just co uh, connected and joined forces this time, almost this time last year. Well, for the business, for Love yeah, and Story. For the business, yeah. officially. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think... We'll go back and do the origin stuff in a second because I definitely want to get the background on both of you um, as yeah. far as like how you kind of got to here and, and everything. But um, let's actually start with what caused two wedding planners with two separate wedding planning businesses to come together and join Love and Story Collective? Um, well, it, for me, it was born out of... Um, so particularly like with wedding photography, it's, it's pretty intensive, both on the back end and the front end. And you always need a partner anyway when you're shooting weddings. So, you know, Vanya and I were both, um, you know, trying to get our own weddings and then we were shooting for one another and it really didn't make any sense. You know, it was like, why don't we just join forces and, you know, put all of that <laughs> into the same business instead of two separate ones. So... Yeah, and um, we ended up shooting so much for each other that our we just learned that we worked really well together and it made sense to kind of be able to give our clients sort of a, like an elevated photography experience um, that maybe not everybody is able to do, even with a second shooter or even with um, a partner because of the many years that we have together and also because our styles are just different enough um, to be able to complement each other. Well, I mean, I've been at my fair share of weddings um, for 15 years and seeing you know when a photography crew is like really in sync. I mean, uh, maybe to the layman eye, you might not know, but like uh, they know ex if you've done weddings, you know exactly what moments to grab at the right time. Like, and I'm like visualizing sort of the ceremony in this particular right. case. Um, you know what shots are crucial to, um, to making sure that that bride and groom is happy whenever you hand them back your photos at the end of the day. So like, I mean, having somebody that you've already worked with so closely, sounds like it, this marriage just kind of made perfect sense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we can read each other pretty well and, you know, it, particularly during ceremonies, you know, all I have to do is look at her a certain way and she knows to, to move maybe to the left <laughs> or the right. <laughs> 
Well, I think even more so than that, it's uh, at this point, like I can sense when she's near to me. So if I am in the way of a shot, I always kind of like look behind me to make sure that um, I'm not like elbow out um, or, you know, my booty is in her camera or something. (laughs) Right. I mean, and I'm sure that you've had to work with people before, like in the past where you felt like you had to tell them every single little thing that you had to do and just having somebody that you communicate with, um, like you're saying, like almost cerebrally speaking, you know, um, it sort of just uh, makes everything easier. Like, right. So when you guys decided to join, um, how did you come up with the name Love and Story Collective? Oh. You want you want to? <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. saucy here or no, no, no. no. <laughs> this is funny to us. Um, so we had a wedding in like south of Macon that we were driving to. So and it was raining, so we were stuck in the car together for like two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> and there was an accident. We had yeah. Yeah, so we were like almost late to the wedding. <clears throat> and and starting a business together was something that we had kind of, you know, toyed with, kind of suggested to one another, but we really hadn't like cemented that this is something we were definitely going to do. So anyway, so as we're talking in the car, we were like, well, what would we even call a business? And we like threw out tons of names. Um, but then uh, and everything was kind of like two parts to it because there's two, you know, there's two parts to the business. There's me and Vanya. So um, I think one of them was like, we started out with like lace and something or whatever, but we decided that uh, love and story really represented like who we were as a, as a team, you know, um, uh, you know, like we like to tell these epic stories through our photography, but we also want to incorporate like all the love and the, that natural romantic feel that comes with weddings. So, you know, that's kind of. And one of the things too, that we've always loved about our clients or about our relationship with our clients is that a lot of them have become a part of our family as well. And we have been able to tell their love story from engagement down to like first kid, second kid, family reunions, whatever um, have you. And um, it's just been nice to kind of been part of that love story. So it made a lot of sense to kind of call it love and story. Yeah, I love it. That's a beautiful name. Uh, I, I was definitely taken whenever I got to your website and I saw um, how well presented you were, um, which is obviously why I asked you to be here. <laughs> but, um, but when, um, uh, but I, I thought the name was really um, thought-provoking and um, and super awesome. So hats off to you guys. Um, Thank you. The, um, That's much. Let's get a little origin here. So, um, maybe Martine, let's start with you, and like let's start about like how you got into photography and what sort of like maybe crucial moments along the way pointed you into the direction of getting you to now. So my mom. It goes back to my mom because my mom always had a camera around. Um, she like has old. So it was always like the old like kind of more, you know, beginner cameras, but like um, a Kodak Brownie and like stuff like that from like way back in the '60s. Anyway, so she always had a camera around, um, and so it was just kind of like part of our lives to like you know take pictures and that kind of thing. So when I went started in high school, um, my 14th birthday was I wanted a. Um, an SLR, because at the time it was film, not digital. 
(laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and I started working like in, you know, the yearbook and taking a photography class. And then uh, I actually went to school for photography in college, decided that maybe I wasn't gonna be able to make as much money as I had hoped. (laughs) And um, switched to business and got a business degree. But then, uh, so fast forward like a few years later and I've had my first child and she's gorgeous and I'm taking all these pictures and my friends start saying, hey, will you come take pictures of my kid? Like, you know, and of course I'm not really gonna do that for free so much. So that's how my business came about. about. And I really started Just Families and it wasn't until I'd been doing that for like three or four years that I started taking on weddings. So how did the wedding evolution sort of happen for you? Was it just like, you're taking pictures of kids and families and then all of a sudden these families start getting married and they're like, Hey, we, you come shoot our wedding. Do you do weddings? Is that, is that kind of the, um, it actually, so my uh, best friend from high school got married. Um, and I was like, as the wedding gift, I was like, Hey, let me shoot your wedding. You know, which they were like, yes. Cause that's a huge, that would be a huge expense. Right. Um, so once I shot their wedding, then a few of their friends were like, hey, like, why don't we talk and have you shoot our wedding? And from there, it just grew. You know, everybody starts referring them to you and then there's your business. Wow. So. I, I, that sounds pretty organic. And obviously the business background really helps, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely um, having gone through school and just having an understanding of like what it takes to actually run a business from the back end really helps um you know just keep it going especially like right now you know? <laughs> exactly right now. and we'll get to right now too that's, yeah, that's, that's like an, an unavoidable topic with everyone right. everybody's <laughs> answers are always different i can't wait to find out about yours but uh mm-hmm. vanya give me the background what's uh how did you get into this wild wild world of photography oh boy um so my journey in a way to get to here is a little uh less organic than martine's um hers like makes perfect sense um (laughs) because i started working in photography forever i did it in high school and then i started trying to make a business as soon as i graduated and i don't know if i necessarily was successful or knew what i was doing straight out of college um and especially in the time when these kinds of resources of like facebook and social media and instagram and workshops and virtual things were not a thing so i kind of made it work i went to college i also did photography but the whole time um i did everything under the sun so soon once i got into college i started working as a second shooter for a couple that were doing weddings and they were similar to us they needed someone else to kind of start expanding because it was a husband and wife team and that quickly dissolved they ended up getting a divorce and i was kind of left in the lurches i spent like almost two years with them and then was like well i know how to shoot and i know how to deal with weddings so let's go i'm gonna take on my own weddings Um, And again, I had no clue about running a business. So I lasted maybe a year. I had some clients that wanted a lot for very little and I did not know how to handle a lot of situations. And I quit wedding photography. I was like, I never want to see it again. 
And so fast forward, um, I worked in publishing, I did fashion, I did families, I did literally everything under the sun. I did like book covers. And then uh, a friend of mine needed me to replace her to work for Martine as a second shooter. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And this friend had been telling me how great it's been to second shoot. You don't have to worry about the business. Okay. <laughs> you get to just do like lots of fun stuff and someone else gets to handle it. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And um, yeah, so Martine and I hooked up and she and I clicked right away. And then I kept shooting for her. And then I started getting my own weddings again. And then, yeah, it basically ended up to this, which I feel like I've been conned a little bit because I tried to run away so hard from wedding photography and really like thought I would get the easy way out. And instead I'm like a business partner with her. So. You just loved me so much. Oh. <laughs> I love that. I love that. It's like a, uh... It's like Hotel California. You can check out anytime you like. But you can never leave. Yeah. Never leave. <laughs> um, never leave. <laughs> I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I feel that. That's cool. You know. Um, I, I can definitely share more of your story uh, with being involved with the wedding and, and event industry um, in my own personal life. So that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, yeah. And also, I see how fashion. I see where your fashion comes from now because you got for those that are just listening and not uh, watching the YouTube uh, channel. She's got uh, some really trendy, awesome glasses and a really trendy printed shirt here. So, um, <laughs> so make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Uh, quick plug. Um, so uh, very, very cool. Um, let's talk about um, once you guys joined forces um, and you guys sort of uh, decided on a vision together, like what were the next steps? Like, did you guys have like a, did you guys implement like some like super amazing marketing plan or did you just like, how did you get the word out about that you guys were joining forces and that the world should know and hire you specifically? Man. <laughs> Sorry. Well, um, happen? Because no, I'm just, I'm just trying to think back. I feel you like, know what? like it's been like 10 years since this yes. happened um no we did we did some promotion but i think a lot of it was um really organic in a way that a lot of our clients because we had been working together shooting each other's wedding for two years more um try five five <laughs> See, I don't know. What is time now? <laughs> uh, time so for five years, <laughs> so for five years, we've been uh, shooting with each other. And so our clients kind of already knew our style. And honestly, all we had to do was switch the name and um, kind of make announcements and just let people know. And then transition our clients, the ones that we have been shooting, to share of the new name as opposed to the old names. Um, the other thing that we also did that um, I think kind of helps to solidify our slightly new vision was that we did some style shoots that spoke more about the kind of work that we wanted to take on. And that's one of the things that we love about style shoots is that it could be our vision, it could be our style, and we just put together a team and execute um sort of like what we want people to hire us for in the future 
So yeah. the, the style shoots that you're talking about are not just wedding specific, I would imagine, right? The well, word wedding specific. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, the ones, when, sorry, yeah, the other ones we did were wedding specific, uh, simply because that's where, we're, you know, our brand is. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, to, so to get those out in publications and, you know, on our website, like, you know, that's what we needed. So like, you know, on your website, it mentions that you do weddings and like, you know, other events and stuff like that. Like, I, I assume, obviously, because of the branding that wedding is the vast majority of what you do. On a percentage scale, like what could you maybe tell our listeners, like, how many weddings you do versus like how many maybe corporate events you do or other things like, I don't know if you're still doing, um, you know, like the family photography thing, <laughs> you know, um, is it, is it all, I mean, is it pretty much all eggs in one basket here? Um, so I would say that we probably events is only about 10% of our business. Um, for the most part, it's, you know, birthdays and, and bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and that kind of thing. Um, as far as like the, the family photography, you know, like I, we both have our separate businesses for those niches. Um, you know, Vanya does primarily like more boudoir and fashion and I do like a lot of the family and newborns and that kind of thing. Okay. All so. right. The fashionista uh, steps up again here. <laughs> With the uh, with the boudoir, that's cool. Uh, you get saucy. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, your look is just so saucy to begin with. I mean, it's like it's obviously an extension of who you are, right? It is, yes. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think that's also part of uh, any brand is the image that you put out there. You know, they want to see that you look put together if your brand looks put together and you want to see that you are a little eclectic if your brand is eclectic or a little saucy if your brand is a little saucy. <laughs> oh man. Well, I mean, so tell me how you guys are adapting in this 2020 world that we all wish never existed. Um, like what's up, what's been sort of like the pivot moments for you guys um, to sort of keep relevant in the industry and also like, just in, you know, top of mind with uh, clients and, um, and your people that normally refer you. Ooh, yeah, so this year has been uh, really rough. This was supposed to be our year to kind of grow and expand our team. And instead, it's taken a bit of a, of a back towards turn in a way. Uh, so we have launched uh, what we call Champagne Vows as an extension of Love and Story, which basically means that we help you put together a dreamy, intimate wedding um, venue and with vendors that could bring everything together. So while some elopements tend to be um, sort of like on the cuff, let's meet somewhere, let's shoot, let's be done. Champagne Vows brings together vendors that will provide decor, that will provide music, that will provide flowers um, to kind of give an elevated experience and still make it memorable despite the fact that 2020 is awful. <laughs> so, yes. um, you can still have something beautiful even though this year is not what you expected or planned for. So in this like champagne vows like package that you've got, um, it sounds like it's pretty scaled down and maybe meant just maybe for the two of them, or is it like beyond that? Uh, we 
try and keep it to like 10 to 20 guests, you know, especially with, you know, guidelines. We want to try and keep within whatever guidelines particular state or county has issued, you know, yeah. or city. Um, but really it's, it's meant for like really intimate, like just you and your very close family and friends. Um, you know. I mean, we'll zoom it for you. We'll set up yeah. a zoom and make it look real nice. Um, you know, with mics and everything, so everybody hears everything, uh, that can't be there, but we try to, yeah, just be safe for everybody and kind of scale it down significantly. That, that's a really great pivot point because I feel like the virtual thing that we're in right now, I, I, I don't know how you feel about it. I'm starting to realize that I think this is here to stay. I think like these types of packages being a part of, you know, are being offered are sort of here to stay for people to say, it would normally fly from San Francisco to, you know, Atlanta for you mm -hmm. uh, to do, you know, an event or a wedding. And uh, maybe they're like, well, I can't be there, but can you zoom me in and I'll just hang out with you for a few hours? You know, like, I, I, I it seems like parallel universes that have like converged, but are still going to sort of, you know, exist moving forward. Um, what do you guys think about that? What, what do you, what's sort of like your I, vision on that? Yeah, I agree with you. I think that we will be seeing more of that going forward for couples to be able to offer that. Um, I would like to see more of a Zoom than with cell phones in the aisle, if that makes yeah. sense. So um, I'm happy to, you know, set up a Zoom for somebody and therefore still have somewhat of like, a no cell phone policy for the couple to be able to enjoy their photos and not have cell phones everywhere. Right. Yeah. yeah the cell phones is like totally the worst thing to capture in uh, when you're trying to capture photos. I can't tell you how many yeah. photos I've seen of couples and you know, it's like they've got this really amazing shot and all you see are the little lights from the phones, like, yeah. like, you know, and you're just like, Oh man, it's like put it down and just like, not felt like they needed to be the photographer. Like you're here, let you be you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, My pet peeves are always the ones that are literally in the aisle, like with hand outstretched to yeah. be able to with, be with the iPad or an iPad. <laughs> iPad yeah. Oh, that's that, even that, worse they got the big iPad out. You know what I mean? <laughs> So any of our brides listening, please, yeah. no cell phones. That's right. That's right. Trust yeah. us. It's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's an epidemic and it needs to stop now. <laughs> it's a different yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. We need to stop this. Hey, this is one that we can really easily stop. So. Yeah. Let, let, I mean, let, we say that, but then like we we have so many weddings still where we end up, you know, having an announcement and people still pull out their cell phones. So, you know, I guess people are gonna do what they're gonna do. I think that's the yeah. thing. But let wedding plan or let uh, wedding photographers be wedding photographers. Twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> my, my no. I'm making that T-shirt on T-shirt right after this is over. With. Um, so, so, so tell me like, um, you know, looking forward into 2021, you know, um, has a lot of your business sort of like picked up and moved to there? Um, have you felt like that consumer confidence has been pretty strong as far as brides and grooms still wanting to make plans for 2021 and including you in it? 
Um, so pretty, <laughs> we, I would say two thirds of our business picked up and moved to 2021. Um, very common. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, it is what it is and we're happy to accommodate and, you know, roll with it. Um, I, you know, I still feel like business is definitely a little slower than it normally is for booking for the next year. Sure. Um, I, I do think people are still kind of, kind of hedging their bets, still kind of waiting, you know, they just want to kind of see where things are going before they jump in. We have a lot of like people who inquire, but just aren't ready to commit yet. Right. Um, you know, or people who are taking much longer to make those decisions. So, you know, they come back to us a good while after the initial inquiry. Um, I think a lot of couples are kind of, I think there's so much uncertainty, uh, leading up to the rest of this year, honestly, that I think a lot of couples are trying to make sure that um, things are going to be a little calmer into the new year uh, before they kind of book things. And I don't blame them at all. No, you can't. I mean, you're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars invested. Yeah. And, you know, um, as a consumer, you know, you want to make sure that you're getting a good deal. But also, I think in this time, I feel that it's good if this continues to get pushed back farther and farther. Um, so, like, are, have you, are, you, are you guys, obviously, you're working with a lot of the brides that are currently existing um, or that were already on pre-COVID. But, like, um, have you guys, like, you know, offered the, the thing that we'll reschedule with you, like, wherever you go or... Is it just like a sort of like a refund policy? Like, what do you feel like it's working best for you guys? Um, definitely, we feel like uh, what's working best is to just go with them and forward their deposits to the new date if they're rescheduling. Um, a lot of couples are doing like the smaller ceremony on their original wedding day and then having their, you know, their scheduled wedding day as like for the next year as like their big party to kind of celebrate. Um, so, you know, we haven't had, I mean, we haven't really had anybody who we've had to refund completely um, simply because we can, we've really tried to work with everybody and accommodate whatever their changes are. Um, you know, so I think in that respect, we've probably been pretty lucky. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Yeah, that's great. I honestly, I mean, it's just, in a time like where we just don't know what's going to happen it's just it's just really cool to keep hearing people say we're here for the long haul and we're here for you um and that seems to be the general consensus across the industry which that i've experienced so far so yeah. you guys are like right on par um, yeah right on right on par with that so, so tell me a little bit about like uh pivoting just a, just a little bit are you guys very uh, specific to atlanta um, have you guys done many travel dates? Do you offer uh, travel dates? Do you want to go across the world and take people's photos? You know, um, or are you guys, what kind of question is that? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm baiting. You want to travel? That's what it, that's what a good host does. You know. Oh, I miss traveling. Um, yeah. No, I'm I'm actually a big traveler myself. Uh, my family is from Bulgaria, so we go and visit and travel through Europe or whatever, um, at least, okay. at least every other year, if not, you know, more frequent. So, so I love traveling. And, um, while I haven't done any weddings necessarily like in Europe, um, we do travel within the United States a little bit. We've done weddings in California, um, North Carolina, 
Alabama, Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, so yeah. We've, we've been around. That's cool. And, and it's, it, are, is your like marketing and advertising plan sort of like, do you, you uh, is, is that like part of it or is it just something that just pops up? Somebody from here wants to go there. Is that kind of usually how it works when they like you so much they want to take you with you? Yeah. Yeah. Most of it is like from Atlanta to somewhere else. Um, but our plan was to be able to expand and actually offer uh, to whoever it is for us to travel. And then 2020 happens. So I guess we have to revisit that sometime after next year, maybe. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be a really, I mean, to me, as like somebody thinking about one day wanting to get married and hopefully maybe hiring you guys to shoot my wedding one day. Um, uh, but I, you know, I got to find a girlfriend first. Um, <laughs> the, like I, the thought of going somewhere and then having literally a photography crew, like document the whole journey. I mean, how yeah. cool is that? It's like a, like a modern day vlog or something, you know? I think that would, that would be awesome. I've, I've often thought about, uh, even just going to another city and sort of having, uh, like a full long day of exploring a city or exploring a location with a couple and just taking awesome photos everywhere and just capturing those moments. I don't think that's really done too much. Um, uh, yeah, and I think it could be really beautiful and really fun for, for everybody. And you just get tons of awesome, awesome photos. <laughs> I mean, that's like the style of like what's happening on YouTube or I mean, it was sort of the original style of YouTube, like literally vlogging your entire day. Yeah. And, um, you know, for someone to do that, like just side by side with you along the way, um, like to a destination wedding up until the big moment. I mean, how, I mean, how cool would that be? Do you guys also do like video services stuff too, or are you only photography? We're only photography. I mean, we, we both like dabble in video, but it's not something we're really equipped or willing to offer as a service at the moment. So, right. you know. Yes. I mean, it's totally fine. I mean, so many people do so many different things, you know, it's yeah. nice, nice to, nice but to one of the things that we do also have is a really handy, uh, Atlanta vendors guide for, whether you book with us or not, it's on our website and you can kind of check it out uh, for any of our brides to, or any brides in Atlanta to kind of check out and get an idea of some really awesome vendors in Atlanta that can kind of get their planning started with. Uh, and some of those on there are videographers that we love, that we recommend highly. So definitely check it out. Yeah, so like uh, just for everybody here, like while they're listening or watching, like. Um, how many, what kind of, what kind of vendors do you have? Are they just like all across the board, like caterers? Yeah, everything, everything, everything. Cool. everything, venues, caterers, um, officiants, music, music. yeah, planners. Yeah. 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 That's cool. I, the community, um, is, um, is it a huge, it's a very important part of what we, uh, of what absolutely. We and um, because we're all work, we all work together, you know, and um, it's important that like, we all support each other or give each other, uh, you know, opportunities to, to, uh, you know, to, to be known, you know, so. Yeah, yeah we find, we find definitely like having community support and being supportive of others in the community 
I mean, not only is it like great on a personal level because you have all this support in the community, but you know, it's it's kind of how you keep your business going. You know, getting those organic referrals and you know, just just and it, and it helps you work better at weddings, especially if you know vendors and those vendors have worked with you before. It's more of like a seamless experience, you know, for the bride. Yeah. So right. Well, um, well, tell me something, um, you know, I want to get into more uh, things about you guys that, um, that sort of make you tick. Like, what's, um, what are some things that, uh, we'll start with you, uh, Vanya. Um, like, what, give us something that we wouldn't know about you or that no one would really necessarily know about you from the surface um, that might be interesting to, uh, to someone that's listening. Ooh. I don't know if our clients, for example, know what a massive nerd I am. Tell me about how nerdy you are. Let's get nerdy. How nerdy. Oh, boy. Um, so I, because of my work in publishing, I've been stuck in publishing for a long time. So I'm a massive book reader. I read sometimes, I think in the past couple of years, I've read at least 50 books in a year. Um, I love comics and graphic novels. I love, and in fact, here's something many people don't know. I'm actually working on writing my own graphic novel right now. Um, so that's fun. Um, what else? Uh, I am a, so for those that might be wondering if I'm Star Wars or Star Trek, I'm Star Wars. Sorry, Star Trek fans. Some of my good friends are like more Star Trek fans than I am. So I'm like, sorry. Is that um, like a dividing line? Is that like a thing that's like everybody's like, you're either this or that, you can't be both? Yeah, it's almost like you're either Nikon or Canon and we cannot be friends. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, then I won't tell you the camera I'm using right now. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> are you Sony? <laughs> yeah, it could be the outlier. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No. But yeah, I think that's, that's one of the things that I'm just really, really nerdy. And um, we've had a couple of really great uh, weddings in the past year, um, a couple of years that have been super nerdy. And I'm like, I'm here for it. Let's go. So yeah, I love those clients of ours because we had like a, one of our very first weddings, Martina and I did actually a very small little wedding was um, with Darth Vader there. And it was very... Uh, very was, Star Wars in it. Oh, it was it was, it was on May fourth, so it was May the fourth be May with 4th. you. Yeah. Yes, I did a May the fourth be with you wedding too, and they had cardboard cutouts of uh, all the different main characters in in various places throughout yeah. the entire space, and um, and then they had um, they did a lightsaber send off, so everybody did the lightsabers. Um, and what else did they do? Uh, we had to play the Star Wars theme um, <laughs> in the middle of the, of the night at some particular moment. Um, you know, uh, the band even played uh, moments of like, like Darth Vader's like theme song. And like, we had to learn like these like little segue moments, like just for, to like bring the party back to focus that like, you know, we're getting married here, but the real reason we're here is because it's May the 4th and we're celebrating May the 4th. Heck yeah. It was, it was awesome. I had such a great time. And I, I, so good. I, would I love, love a wedding. <laughs> yeah. I, was gonna say, I, would, I would love to see more niche things like this 
uh, come about um, and and sort of yeah. uh, uh, sort of become a thing because it just invokes like the personality of the couple that you're serving, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you: oh. Are you Star Wars or Star Trek? Oh man, I see this. The equivalent to this in my world is like the Beatles and Rolling Stones argument. Um, you know. So which are you? Are you Beatles or Rolling Stones? I'm, you know, honestly, as I've gotten older, <laughs> I've learned to appreciate um, and love, love the Stones. Um, but I started as a Beatles boy, and I will yeah. always be a Beatles boy. Um, but the, uh, as far as the Star Trek and uh, Star Wars, I'm not used to being interviewed. I don't know how to handle this. Um, okay. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> this, is very, this is very hard for me because I grew up with Star Trek. Like Star Trek to me was like one of my favorite things to watch with my cousin. We would all get together yeah. or me and him would get together out of the family. No one else got it, but me and him totally were uh, super close. Um, and yeah. uh, shout out Chris Deaton, wherever you are. Um, oh. He, uh, we, uh, we would watch Star Trek episodes and we would watch the old school Star Trek. We would watch the next generation, which, you know, eventually became like my, my favorite. Um, but then I found out about Star Wars and, you know, it's just, I mean, the story was, is, you know, what I like about Star Trek is that it's so singular episode-y, you know, yeah. um, very little tie over. It's just like everything kind of, it's like an episode, you know, uh, whereas like the Star Wars is like a really long experience. So Chris, I'm sorry. I think I'm more of a Star Wars guy now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you got. No, I agree. I, I I think that's one of the reasons why I like it is that you know, there's the full arc of a story, and you can kind of follow as opposed to like little episodes, which are fun if you have time to kill. I know one of my friends is going through like all of the seasons of Star Trek, all of them right now, and it's never ending. So they have lots to binge. Plus, Princess Leia, I mean, come on. She was smoking. Like, smoking. <laughs> you know? I, mean, I have asked for her. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> totally, totally a fan of her. Oh, man. All right. So, Martine, tell us something that we don't know about you that we should know. That you should know. Yeah. Um, so, I would say that, uh, well, as far as, like, influencing photography, Probably like that. My, I love the outdoors. Like I garden a lot. Like part. I mean, my husband calls this my she deck because it has all my plants. <laughs> she deck. I don't have a she shed. I have a she deck. <laughs> but, but does he have a he deck? No, no. This is my. It's my. It's my space. <laughs> It's a, I, I'm bringing it out to the world as a new thing. We're going to call it a sheet deck. Yeah, I love it. I, <laughs> something new right now. on yeah. Just in case everybody wanted to know where the origin of the term sheet deck came from. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, that this is part of it. I, I love to garden. I love my plants. And I, because it, it gives me an, even another excuse besides this, you know, being out shooting families and things and, and gorgeous locations and that kind of thing. You know, it gives me a chance to be outside and like work with my hands. Um, uh, you know, 
I don't know. I like vegetable gardens and flowers and that kind of thing. That, so. I was going to ask you, is it more like uh, like growing to eat or is it just growing for flowers? But it sounds like it's a combination of both. Yeah, it's both. Um, it, <laughs> I always used to beg my mom when I was like little. I wanted to have my own garden. And of course, she wouldn't let me because she knew it would just die. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, like, I guess I'm like going back to that and like, trying to, you know, get what I didn't get when I was a kid that I wanted badly, you know, kind of thing. Sure. Um, I, the other thing probably is that I love music. I, you know, my husband plays guitar, my daughter sings, um, you know, my dad plays piano. And so that's like a big influence in my life. And, you know, like in my head, there's always a soundtrack going on, you know, so like, especially at weddings, like sometimes I hear certain songs and like for no reason at all, they'll make me tear up because it just makes the moment feel so like, right, you know? And so, in the meantime, yeah. I'm like dancing up against her. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Like, I'm having a moment, Vanya. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, what kind of, what, what bands are you into? Like, what's the, what's... What's really tickling your fancy these days? Right now? Yeah. Um, so we've been listening to like a lot of older stuff. Okay. Um, like a lot of uh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Just... Have you done the trend where you're drinking the uh, cranberry juice? Oh, I love that guy so much. Like, I just think it's just so random. He picks up this big, huge thing of ocean spray and he's just go. I just love it. Uh, I should definitely do that. But <laughs> Fleetwood Mac is kind of, kind of amazing. And honestly, I think I like them better now uh, than ever since uh, Mike Campbell, the old guitar player from uh, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Like, once they kicked out Lindsey Buckingham for the second time, uh, <laughs> like I, I'm like they hired him because you know at one point Stevie Nicks was going to leave. She actually went to Tom Petty. The whole story is like they did uh, Stop Dragging Our Heart Around and all that stuff. And then um, she was like, hey, I want to join Tom Petty, like your band full time. And he was like, eh, I don't know about the girl thing. And, okay, <laughs> you know? uh, but like she hired, since Tom's gone now, RIP, the one of the best, um, they hired Mike Campbell to come in and play guitar. And to me, the guitar sounds and just the playing in general has never been better. So like, I'm kind of like reinvigorated on watching like live clips of Fleetwood Mac now. But yeah, side, side yeah. for everyone at home that wants some insider music uh, <laughs> drama knowledge. Um, not a lot of people know that she tried to leave Fleetwood Mac. For, if Tom Petty would have said yes, she would have left Fleetwood Mac. That would have changed things. It would have changed <laughs> It would have ended everything. I mean, to yeah. me. Um, but uh, what, um, uh, Vanya, what, what music uh, inspires you? Like, what's, uh, what's on your playlist right now? Let me guess. Let me guess. Is it, is it Dua Lipa? No, <laughs> not so much. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, what's... I tend to be all over the place. Like, I tend to go from, like, Beatles, Sleepwood Mac to whatever's, like, current and um, somewhat poppy, but not really. Um, I've been... Okay, so I'll tell you my big song for the summer was oh this is gonna sound so awful and i can't believe i'm saying it but it's actually really good um <clears throat> is miley cyrus's new song <laughs> okay, um, yeah 
really catchy and really good and it has such a like an old 90s vibe to it that i'm digging so yeah i definitely recommend um at least having a listen to that but yeah i i tend to be all over the place um mostly like high energy and because of my home studio shooting boudoir it's a lot of like lizzo <laughs> uh some beyonce whatever gets my my ladies in the in the zone to be sexy in the, in the zone to be sexy yeah what's the um what's the opinion on the new taylor swift record did anybody listen to it so my favorite one is uh 19 what was it 1987 i'm gonna say 87, yeah. whatever it is um <clears throat> great record that one seemed so experimental and different from anything she had ever done and i didn't really love much of anything else that she had until this last one and again because it's so different from anything she's ever done and i think it was perfect for the pandemic it's just mellow it's just chill it's very like a little groovy it's just perfect for the pandemic so i i dig it i'm, I'm a fan yeah i mean she's taylor swift i mean you can't hate on Taylor Swift. You can't hate her. <laughs> T Swift is uh, you know, still still out there, still being relevant. I thought this was like her most um, artful record that she's put out yet. Um, yeah. I guess by artful, I mean um, not necessarily pandering to sort of what's like mega popular, um, you know, or like the tradition. Like it was not a traditional record for her. Um, just sort of like, uh, it kind of made me think of like the moment that Amy Lou Harris did Wrecking Ball with Daniel Lenoir. And like, it's like all these like weird soundscapes and stuff, but it's, it's still Amy Lou Harris's like amazing voice that, mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, a, you know, a country and, and um, you know, folk sort of legend, um, yeah. you know, but then it's like this weird sonic space sort of happening underneath it you know i kind of feel like that's her wrecking ball record anyway yeah. and if you don't know that record everybody at home should you know after they finish listening to this podcast or youtube's uh they should uh go check out that record because it's yeah you know, i'm always um impressed and have more like love for any artist that decides to go and try something that is out of the norm or experimental or just different um a lot of times we approach our photography the same way so i'm like kudos to swift you go do that thing and it's just like she didn't tell anybody and she was just like i'm just gonna drop that in there and right. you guys are gonna love it i know it's okay <laughs> i love it that's that's it that's where it's at for me you know um taking chances you know being you know that's like my that's like my mantra you know like yeah hey, move fast, take chances, go for it. You know, like learn yeah. from your mistakes, uh, your decision-making will get better, but move fast, go for it. That's like totally who I am uh, to a T. Yeah. So I resonate with that, go T-Swift. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about some more things that like, I, we've talked, we've touched on some real cool personal things. Um, and uh, <laughs> there's a few more things that I always ask everybody because I like to really give a, a nice perspective of, uh, of uh, PR. Um, what's, if, uh, favorite, okay, last meal on the planet Earth before you move on to the next life, what is it? Um, okay. She so, Let's hear it. <laughs> it would be the CEO burger from uh, BurgerFi. I don't know if you've ever had it. I haven't. Where's that at? Tell me where that is. I need to go. Uh, 
so BurgerFi, I don't know. They, it's a chain. They have them all uh, around Atlanta. Okay. But they have they have this burger, and I believe it's made from like Wagyu beef. But it has um, what is it called? It's like bacon and tomato, kind of um, mm. not like a chutney or, but you know, something like that. It's oh. like a paste. Oh. And the, yeah, and they put it on the burger, and then it's got like Swiss cheese and a special sauce. But it's just really freaking good. It's all about <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think uh, From the Earth Brewery has a version of it as well, I think. I love it, From the Earth. Yeah, I love that. that it's, it's so good. Like, I don't, I've never had anything there that I was like, this is gross. <laughs> I've known the owner, one of the owners of From the Earth for probably 12 years. That's oh. awesome. Yeah, they're really Now really I need to go. Beautiful. Oh, you <laughs> need to go. I mean, it's like literally not that far from me, so... <clears throat> and they have a great space to eat outdoors, too. So all, all of you who don't know who From the Earth is, they're an amazing brewery in Roswell, Georgia. Shout out Tim Stevens and the whole crew. They, they've been supporting live music through this whole thing and putting on, like, parking lot concerts. Um, awesome. Their whole staff is, you know, you know, like, been holding on strong through this whole thing. And uh, they've been doing all sorts of really cool community events uh, safely, uh, of course, um, and they've really, I really feel like they've sort of, uh, you know, been a great service to the community in this whole time thing. So shout out from the Earth Brewery. What about, uh, what about you, Vanya? Oh, um, that is a good question. I'm not sure. I always think like I would want some like really good Mexican food because that is like one of the few things when I travel back home, I cannot find, um, that's mm -hmm. good. So maybe something, something Mexican, maybe some good tacos. Um, but there is a really good, uh, if anybody's been to Decatur's, uh, brick store. Oh yeah. That's really good. It's a, such a good restaurant. Great beer too. But they have this one dish that if, if it ever goes away, I will, I will riot. <laughs> it is Pyorgi Primavera, which is just like Russian Pyorgis. They're like ravioli stuff with potatoes. It's like really good, but they have this sauce and these vegetables on it. It's really good. And then I'm a sucker for anything tiramisu. So you give me a tiramisu dessert with it and I will die happy. It's okay. Right. It's good. Well, now I know. If I want to get on your good side, I'll just send some like del homemade delivered tiramisu to your door. Yes. And you'll just be in a second call. Yes. So Martine, if, if, if I'm ever mad at you, this is the way to like wipe it clean. Just send me some tiramisu Does and it we're good. Does it have to be like restaurant quality or, or like you good with like Publix, you know, like oh, anything. anything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's important in partnerships to know each other's uh, love language. And obviously yours is tiramisu. <laughs> Mine is tiramisu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I'm such a sucker for tiramisu. This is so ridiculous. Um, I've had it in a drink form. I've had it obviously in a dessert. I've had it in cookies. I mean, like you name it, I will try it. <laughs> some are successful, some not so much, but. <laughs> so, so what is it about the tiramisu? Is it like the mascarpone, like, or is it like the coffee or? It's the mixture of the coffee and like the sweet, like light cream. Yes. There you go. I mean, are, right. you guys, are you guys both coffee girls or are you a tea oh. girl? Coffee. Or coffee. Yeah. Coffee all the way. 
I've met one T person and I about fell out of my chair when I finally did. <laughs> out, of all, out of all the interviews that I've done so far, I've met one T person. Although Martina is somewhat British, so I'm surprised she's not more tea person, but. Right. I don't like tea. <laughs> is that I'm a traitor. There it is. Your poor mom is like, my tea. <laughs> the inside scoop. Do you guys sports at all? Is there any, are you guys into sports at all? Uh, not, I mean, like, not like, we'll watch it. Like, it's. You know, we don't really follow any particular sports teams unless they're like hometown teams, obviously. Right. I watched the Braves last night. Yeah, yeah. me too. Go Braves. Woo. I mean, like, let's keep this going. <laughs> Real. Give us hope. I know, like, something's got to happen good this year. Like, maybe they'll win. Yeah, I, you know, they're, you know, being up 2 0 in the Dodgers series, by the time this episode comes out, um, we'll, we will have our fate decided. But um, the, um, you know, you know, the odds are in our favor here. All, all they have to do is win two out of the next five games. That's it. That's it. They got to win. The got to win four out of five. You know, and I'm, I'm Go baseball, ready. baseball is my Go favorite. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Go Braves, mix it up. <laughs> um, I think it'll be exciting. I think it'll be like a, a big thing for for Atlanta if they. If they get to the World Series. Yeah, I mean, honestly, even if they don't win it, just Atlanta getting to the World Series <laughs> would, be, would be amazing. Like, that would yeah. be a huge lift to the city uh, uh, in a city full of media, uh, mediocre sports teams. <laughs> no, not, the Falcons are okay. The Falcons I mean, are okay. They, could, they yeah. were good. They, were, they, they can... Uh, the Falcons are a tough subject for me. Yeah. Um, they're very, 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 you know, but they're, they'll, they'll get it turned around eventually, you know. Um, yeah, they were so close. So close. And then they just choked. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, uh, plowing ahead. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. <laughs> no. I'm not arguing with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. Um, the um so in closing here, I, I just want to um I, I want to go over just a little bit about like some of the packages that you guys offer. So um you know make sure you shout out the website. Um, yeah. Let's 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 go through some of that uh, formal stuff, and then uh, we'll let we'll uh, just so everybody can know um, what you've got to offer. Ready go. So we well, offer. Starting... No, Fine. I'm just <laughs> Where's my <laughs> send it later send it later uh so we offer uh one and two photographer packages um we typically stay you know we have one eight hour package for each and uh one like 10 to 12 hour package which is really for like full wedding day coverage from like the moment they get their makeup done till the moment they get in the car to leave um you know and the one photographer for eight hours that starts at 2500 but it includes like your engagement session and a wedding album and of course like our service and we help you set up your you know day of timeline for photography and shot lists and all of that is included um and you know we spend a lot of time 
talking and getting to know our clients and working with them and making sure that their day is going to go as well and as smoothly as possible. So um, do you have anything you want to add? Well, I was going to say for, especially right now during pandemic, pandemic time, we obviously, as mentioned before, we have champagne vows and those are, I believe, two hour minimums. Um, obviously, it could be long longer than that if you want uh but yeah so we start with that which is a good option for those that want something special and beautiful but um obviously can't get that done right now considering everything the times we live in yeah. right and all of this can be found a lot a lot of this information i believe can be found on your website i think it's loveandstorycollective.com slash investment is that right yes yes great yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was just going to say, even just going on our website, you'll be able to see a lot more of not just our work, but what we're about. Um, again, our vendor guide is on there as well uh, for those that are kind of need some uh, guidance uh, to find. It could be anything. I mean, could it be if you're looking for specific uh, vendor, like a DJ or something, we have recommendations for that as well. So, so cool. But yes. I think that's just so, so cool. Um, well, um, for this episode, I think we're, I think we're good. Everybody, thanks so much to, uh, to Vanya and uh, Martin for coming out and being a part of Southern Wedding Professionals. And we thank you for listening and we will see you next time. And I will see both of you at From the Earth Brewing sometime in the near future. Yes, sounds good. Awesome, well, until next time, I'm Jacob Dean. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you later. Bye. Bye.